You're listening to the show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We're streaming on TuneIn Radio and the New Haven Independent.org. We're also streaming live on Facebook Live. All you have to do is go to Facebook.com, New Haven Independent, or just go to your Facebook page and look us up. And speaking of lookups and hookups, Here's the one and only Tony McClain, the sports guru. And we are, well, let me put it to you this way. If you see Tony on the mic, we're talking sports. Kind of hope so. Yeah. (laughs) And Tony, thank goodness, is okay. Had a little fender bender. The reason why he's wearing his hat. The kids, but my, uh, He's got some real stitches in his head. Mm-hmm. How many? Uh, actually, it's staples. Sadly, because mm. uh, but uh, we're good. We they were they were all removed today. But I just you know I don't want to have my I don't want to scare away the kitties with uh with a uh, Frankenstein notion. <laughs> well, that you're not. So let's talk sports. First things first. I know we're a little late. Mm-hmm. UConn women, they lost. Yeah, state's still under martial law because of that. Too, <laughs> I think I think I think the rain is part of that too. Pull that closer to you. Okay, I think the rain is a little bit part of that as well. So the Connecticut God is mad, or very least isn't at the very least is not ups- pleased. Yeah, well they're they're getting kind of tired of losing at the uh, in the uh, national semis. And there, and I was as we were as we were prepping for the show. Apparently, there are some. There is a small uh, band of folks that are saying maybe it's time that uh, Gino be sent away. But um, <laughs> that's just crazy to me. Only because this is what the third season, second season that second, they haven't made it to yeah, second, the finals. Yeah, second straight season they got beat last second shot in the uh, semis. Uh, I mean, he's only won 11 championships. I mean, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think this is what, eight or nine straight. No, I mean, not, not straight, but at least uh, six straight final, six, seven straight final fours now, counting. Um, counting really? Four in a row. Well, remember, they um, they won four in a row with, uh, with uh, Brianna Stewart's class. Right. And then they've been there the last two years. So that's at least six. Yeah. And then, you know, now the last, I'm trying to remember the last time they didn't make the final four and it's been a while. I mean, they've pretty yeah, much it's been, been a fixture. It's been probably about five years, right? At least, I'm saying at least six. Okay. At least six. Because I'm thinking, you know, Brianna Stewart's four years and the last two seasons. So it's, it's, um, but see, again, I think it, it's, again, it speaks to how spoiled uh, we're getting and you're seeing that even worse on the men's side, but that's right. another that's another that's uh, another conversation, conversation by yeah. itself. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. The bottom line here is the gap 
between UConn and everybody else in women's basketball is getting smaller and smaller and smaller every year. You now, have- when you say gap, how so? Are you saying teams are getting better? Oh, definitely. Definitely. You Look, look UConn is always still going to be a power strictly because of their name. It's sort of like UCLA back mm-hmm. in the day under Wooden. Right. Uh, like Louisville all those years under uh, Denny Crum, you know, Duke begrudgingly under Krzyzewski, <laughs> uh, um, North Carolina under, you know, they're going to, they're always going to get the top notch thing, but see the difference with the women ones now, and as I was saying before, the, the number two and number three and number four teams mm-hmm. are now starting to get together. I use Aja uh, Wilson as a perfect example. Five, six years ago, Asia Wilson probably goes to UConn yeah. instead of staying at home at South Carolina. She stayed there. She, now, and on top of it, remember, she was the number one player in, uh, in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. She stayed there. Again, it helps that you have a Hall of Fame coach there like Dawn Staley. Right. But the fact that she stayed there, won a national championship, and eventually became uh, uh, first, first overall pick in the WNBA draft, that speaks to, okay, I don't necessarily have to go to UConn mm-hmm. to be... To, you know, to, to go yeah, out to, there. to to play on a Division One level. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we were real about, Division One ball. Yeah. Well, we even 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 what the Quinnipiac women, yeah, have been able right. to do. You know, Quinnipiac. You know, Quinnipiac has been sort of treated like you know the ugly stepsister, but they're getting better. I mean, I'm not, are they ready to win a national championship? Probably no. not. But they're 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 a national power. Yeah, because they did pretty well this season. Yeah, they've done the last the last two years. They've the last two years they've done very well. But see, and they held their own with UConn. Yeah, People don't remember that. But. Again, see the the thing is, it's 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 like seeing you know it's like you know seeing the Spurs get knocked off now. It's mm-hmm. like seeing um, some of these seeing the Patriots, I guess, lose in the Super Bowls. You have that you know you have that say five six-year uh, window to win and then when it ends sometimes it ends gradually yeah sometimes it ends suddenly now for right. UConn they're still making final fours now they mm-hmm. haven't gotten to the championship game in two years but they're still and I mean would it let's put it this way I I, I you know I've been a critic of of Gino but I the one thing I have to give Gino credit for is He's won in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You look at the very first championship team, the undefeated team, that was pretty much a slow, plodding, right. center-oriented team right. with, with uh, Rebecca Lobo, Carol Walters, and uh, Jen Rosati. I've always felt like his best team was the team that had where all five of the starters were number one draft picks. Uh, uh, Sue Bird, mm-hmm. Quinn Cash, mm-hmm. a- Asia Jones. Um, forgetting the other two uh, off the top of my head, but I've always felt Tarazi. No, well, uh, no, no. See, that's the thing. I think that that team was their best overall, overall team because again, you got four number one picks. See, Tarazi. You know, basically, it was sort of you know, it was like um, um, 
Tarazi and the Miracles, so to speak, in a sense. <laughs> and, and not to take anything away from those other players, but they, you know, it was, you know, and, and even you you're know, saying they weren't, they wouldn't have been standouts put on it, their put own. Put it this way: even Gino Hoy said during that period of time, you know, we have we have uh, Tarazi and you don't. That's mm-hmm. why we win. And now, now a lot of those players did go on to have great WNBA careers, mm-hmm. but. They had, you know, she was the best player in, in the, she was the best player in the, in the, in the yeah, country. Yeah, in the, now, in the country I, at that now, moment. She was, if I remember correctly, on that um, team, I'm talking about, she was, I think, the sixth, the, the sixth person. Yeah, she was so the she was sixth six. man, so to speak. Yeah, so, so that adds even more to that. So you basically had six number one picks in mm. that, and, uh, and at least, uh, what was it, two Number one overall, because Sue Burden wound up going number one, number one overall to Seattle uh, right, that year to the Storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's you know we're you know these these UConn fans now are actually getting spoiled because how dare you not get to the championship game? Yeah, but here's the thing, like you said, number one, teams are getting better, right? Number two, at at a certain point, you do have to change how you play. Sure, and and that's and, and again, that's what Gino has done. They, you know, they've gone from being sort of slow and plotting to where they have up temp, where they up tempo style. Mm-hmm. They kept, you know, I think, you know, that's probably the one thing that has set him apart is that he, you know, let's put it this way, I'd be willing to say that he recruits a hell of a lot more differently now than he did. After that first crown, after his first year, and yeah. plus again, well, you first know, you're going to get kids. You're going to get kids that's right. gonna, that's, that are going to come here on, on, on top of that. So, you know, it's is it is it is it a, is it terrible that they now? If you're a Sarge UConn fan, you're thinking, oh, it's terrible that they you know can't get to the championship game. But you mean you, you may want to start tipping your hat to the other folks. And and I think too when you start to talk about people. Or teams losing sometimes you need that it's almost a correction and it doesn't necessarily mean that the coach has to go it just means that now you have to have a different strategy mm-hmm. like you said a different way that you kind of look at the game it's it's funny with them because see i always sort of look at them as the you Mm-hmm. From the like from the eighties and nineties, because their players always come back, and 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 they get on them kids. They yeah. get on you know. This, yeah. is, this is the legacy you got. Right, do. you got to keep the legacy going. Mm-hmm. Not 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 now. They ain't gonna do elaborate dance moves after a basket, <laughs> mind you. But it's the it's it's the attitude. Yeah, more than anything else, it's like we're you know, it's a commitment to winning here. Right. So when you come here. You come here to win championships. You right. don't come here to you know just to win the conference championship. You come here to win a national championship, right? To and win it all, the, yeah. And see, that's the dynamic that's changed from 1995 till now because championships had become second nature for folks now. Now, yeah, but have, part of that too is that this league, excuse my French sucks yeah it's that this conference sucks yeah the worst so they don't mm-hmm. really play anybody they don't really get tested until maybe you get to say 
the league final or maybe mm -hmm. the uh say like the uh, regional like or, or regional uh semis or, or or what have you and that can come back to bite you because you know when you you know when when you've had multiple teams that have gone undefeated right you know you all you know and again whether it's fair or not every yukon women's team that at least reaches a final four is mm -hmm. always going to be compared to right one of the championship right one of the championship teams and i mean that's that's across sports though that's oh, sure. that's not an but anomaly even, even more so here because of the success because again he's got 11 crowns yeah so you know and it was hard to imagine even in the 90s that the women would be such a powerhouse oh yeah, yeah. because women's sports don't really get respected and well, so mm -hmm. And, we, and we've talked about, you know, and I've talked about it and I've wrote about how there's still a chauvinistic uh, attitude Bend. toward yeah. them. Because when, you know, when they, you know, and, and, and truth be told, I only watch about four or five full UConn games a year. Mm -hmm. Because I, I have a standing rule, if they're up by like 20 at the half, it's a wrap. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know, you're I'm done. Watching. You're I'm not watching. watching. Now... When they're playing, like, say, a South Carolina, when they're playing, say, a Stanford, when they're playing, like, a, na a national power, mm -hmm. I'll hang out for a little bit. And if mm -hmm. it, But I always have that, you know, if, if it gets out of hand, you know, okay, we go see, right. we'll find the Flintstones right quick or something like that. Right. But, but see, and this is not to, um, you know, sort of like say, oh, they're, they're UConn. They're their <laughs> own worst enemy, in a sense, because of their success. Yeah. So, you know, and and you know, because they've been so successful, because they've dominated to the point that's 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 been the crazy part. But to piggyback on what you were saying about the league, no one has suffered more, possibly maybe the men's team, the demise of the Big East. Yeah. Than the women yeah. because when the, when they were together in the Big East, they were playing uh, Notre Dame twice a year. Syracuse always had a decent team. Yeah. St. Uh, John's. St. John's. Uh, Vivian Stringer would always have a good squad mm -hmm. at Rutgers. Seton Hall, Rutgers. Now, now, I mean, now, me personally, I, I don't want to be careful when I say this. I hope now that Pat Summit is gone, at some point they revive uh, the UConn-Tennessee uh, Tennessee rivalry. rivalry yeah. I, think, I think the sport needs it. And you know I, who I, else I, I, is I a admit, rivalry? Mm-hmm. Quinnipiac and Marist. Yeah, well, see, I that's found a, that's that a, out last week, week before. Oh yeah, yeah. That's you know, the uh, the A ten. You know, it, it's it's considered a quote unquote mid major, but Quinnipiac and Marist have been going at it, especially on the women's side. I think for the last like three years. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and and you know, it's it's. I mean, it's not like uh, where they're. At least I don't think it is. It's not like where they're stealing each other's mascots and. Um, <laughs> You know, locking them in the Burger King not overnight yet. or anything. But not you yet. Know, it, 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 it could change. It can happen. Mm -hmm. It can happen. So speaking of the season, because you know this is tournament time for mm -hmm. everybody, or playoffs if if it's pros, right. you know, pro playoffs. So we've got the NBA. Baseball's just starting. We'll baseball, save baseball, baseball for another day. Baseball's waiting for it to get to be about sixty sixty five. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll wait. Mm -hmm. But NBA, 
Now, I'm a believer in underdogs. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of go with that. Right. So you're saying that the Wizards are just basically a placeholder. <laughs> but I've, I, I kind of want them to move on. Well, what's what's interesting is that this is sort of Toronto's, you know, spit or get off the pot year. Yeah. Because, you know, once Kyrie got knocked out and and Cleveland had to basically redo their whole roster on based uh, on, on on the trade deadline. Yeah. It basically made it wide open for the East, i.e. the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I guess to a, I don't think they're going to win it all, but you know the Pacers because as we as we speak that series is uh, even, but that the Washington Raptors series is two two. But see, Washington has been teasing their fans over the years, maybe even more so than Toronto, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, there's some um, apparently uh, Bradley Beal and John Wall don't get along, and basically. That's the team, you know. So it's a Kobe Shaq relationship. Yeah, yeah. Except these, except these guys, you know, haven't even come close to doing right. what Kobe and Shaq have done. That, right. and, and and therein lies the problem because <laughs> you know Beal Beal thinks that Wall should you know distribute the ball more, and Wall thinks, hey, I'm the only guy around here that can really that's really going to shoot. So and so it's. See, usually teams like that have a shelf life. It's it's funny, and I was and we were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. The last time they made a run, well, that's the only the last time that this this certain this certain roster made a run and won a first round series was when they had uh, Paul Pierce there playing sort of a Yoda role, sort of right. like what sort right. of like what Dwayne Wade is doing now or was doing now with the Heat before right. they got uh, eliminated by the Sixers, but. This this is probably one of those years where, and especially when you realize with free agency coming up and all this alleged player movement, if if Washington, matter of fact, more than likely with this Washington Toronto series, yeah, the winner will gain a couple extra weeks of, of not being on the chopping block. But I'm sure Washington, if they if if and or when they get eliminated in this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, this won't be this roster won't be intact the same. next yeah, year. And won't be the same. one of them, it's put this way, it's gonna, you know, to I hate to use the Kobe Shaq thing, but someone <laughs> uh someone someone in DC is gonna say, All right, who are we gonna keep? We're gonna keep John or we're gonna keep uh Bradley. Yeah. So Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Now, you made mention of LeBron possibly going home. He made for the first time in a long time. Why are you look, saying that? Well, Indiana. The bottom line is, Pacers ain't you know, for what the kids say. They ain't screwed. Yeah, they're, they're not, not scared. They're, they're, they're not playing scared. some I mean, really tough ball. Well, it's it's not even so much. It's just um, this Cleveland team, even just from last year. Is just not as good. I mean, LeBron can carry a team, but so far, but right, and that's always been the argument with with him being at Cleveland. Exactly. You know, and when you have somebody like LeBron James, you know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've you've got to either make the people around him better, or you've got to prep him so that he does what Jordan did, and and even and, and Jordan and, still and, had a cast of players. And we'll, and we'll see. You know, there's you know. There's the pre 
Scotty Jordan. Right. And then and there's, there's the, the post, post. Scotty Jordan. Right. And, and it's like Dan Knight. And see, see, I've always said LeBron's biggest, I've always said LeBron's biggest miracle wasn't coming back from 3-1. LeBron's biggest miracle was taking that lousy Cavs team to the finals <laughs> about eight, nine years ago. <laughs> You know, to be fed to the the Spurs. Uh-huh. You know, when you're uh-huh. carrying Larry Hughes and Ilgaskas and uh, Booby Gibson and <laughs> Danielle Marshall, I can hear all the Yukon fans throwing things. Down uh, yeah, they're say throwing this. stuff at Sorry. the at the screen. Sorry. Sorry, but nah. To me, that was his. You know, that that team alone should put him in the Hall of Fame forever. <laughs> the three one, the three one comeback because they just, were that bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just. Well, let, well, well, put it this way: that they didn't contribute; they, they weren't contr- help. They contributed because he because somebody had to take LeBron to the game. <laughs> but it's as have a, a driver whole, for that. Way, as as a whole, that's probably one of the worst teams that ever got to the finals. But that being said, this team on the surface appears to be a little bit more talented, but. I think, you know, again, I think a lot of it just speaks to just how wide open the East is now. Because yeah. once now, truth be told, I wasn't buying the Celtics even with a healthy Kyrie. Why not? I, I you know, a lot of it has to do with maybe Nick Hate as as well. I, I'm, I'm willing to admit that okay. in public. Because they had a heck of a team last year. I mean, you could see it kind of pulling together, mm-hmm. you know, especially mm-hmm. during playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I, I see... I always felt, and I know it looks silly saying it now, I thought the Celtics almost gave up too much for mm. one guy. Okay. And it's not to take anything away from the rest of the players because, see, they've actually, even though that series now, that series is 2-2 as well, they've actually played better in that series than I thought. Now, see, the Bucks, the Bucks are still, you know, the Bucks are sort right. of where the Sixers were, say, a year, or two a year or two ago, ago. yeah. They have the big, yeah. they have the big guy in the middle, and a few other other players around it, but they they still can't get over mm-hmm. the hump. Now, if they were able, now it would be a huge feather in their cap if they were able to knock off the Celtics. Although there's going to be some folks that'll say, "Well, you only beat them because Kyrie wasn't there," so right. it, it, it can be a double edged sword. But see, I'm willing to give them their due if they can knock off the Celtics because they're still. They still have some talent there. You know, Smart's been hurt. Uh, I've always liked Al Horford and the Cavs. But see, and I know I may sound like I'm contradicting myself, but <laughs> you think? I thought no, no. I thought when they made the trade, I really thought like Crowder and Thomas, even Thomas with the injury. I thought that it would it would I thought it would help Cleveland. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I thought Crowder was really going to be. A difference maker because he was coming off the you know he was more so coming off the bench most of the part for for the Celtics. Now he was actually starting for Cleveland. Yeah, but somewhere along the line here, you know, he lost his mojo, or whatever. And we all know um, Thomas. I guess the injury was probably worse than um, he then let they, on. Yeah, then and they now thought. he's with his third team in the last uh, two years, and he's probably. Looking at a fourth team with the way that, that Lakers, yeah, because he and he may not even really finish out what he intended. It's a shame. It's a shame. He may, you know, he may out Derek Rose, Derek Rose, because of his injury. <laughs> yeah, which is too bad. Yeah, yeah, because he's which much is too younger. bad. Mm. So, 
the San Antonio Golden State series? What are you thinking? Oh, it's over. It's no more to thinking now. It's <laughs> the Spurs got one obligatory win, and then you know this. You know, for a lot of people, once uh, Leonard pretty much declared that he wasn't coming back, they pretty much thought that this series was over. Although it's funny. Uh, People were like, well, you know, the Warriors, you know, the Warriors ain't going to be able right. to turn it on and all this other stuff. But they were, I mean, people forget, you know, Duran, Thompson, and, you know, everybody's favorite soccer player, Draymond Green. Right. They're, they're, they're all stars. And, and, and that's the thing. I think all the attention, which he doesn't mind, goes to Stefan. Sure. And it kind of gives everybody else room to really breathe and play and and be themselves. I don't think that there are a bunch of guys who beat up on each other like teams did back in the day. Mm-mm. Oh, you're getting the shine and we're just doing all this. Or, you know, they begrudgingly let that person have the shine. Now it's like, yeah, go ahead, because we're a unit. So whatever he does, mm-hmm. good or bad, I get the result. Think about it. All the national media wanted to, you know, they were able to give up their LeBron hate for six games last year, <laughs> so they could so they could sharpen their knives right. to see right. the Duran lose right. in the finals. But Durant, that didn't happen. No, no, and see, they were embraced by the other guys too. Right. And to be honest with you, I think even more so this year because see, now was it two years? No, okay, two years ago. They lost, you know, they had the 73 win games. They had the 73 win season, mm-hmm. and all they had to show for it was those stupid Western Conference fin- uh, championship uh, <laughs> T-shirts. Shirts. Last year, they've, in a sense, they've righted their wrong. They've won, and, and, and let's face it, they've been yeah. in the finals three years in a row. They clearly have been the best team in the West the last three years, arguably the best team in the NBA the last mm-hmm. three years, albeit blowing the 3-1 lead. Right. So... There, you know, there was in a there really was nothing to prove in that sense, but they felt like, oh, because people were saying well, we want to see you do it again. Okay, fine, but see, then again, these were the same people that when Cleveland lost last year wanted to take away the the rings that uh, mm-hmm. LeBron had. Right. And, and but that's a again that's another two hour show where <laughs> how they how they uh, want to play but, you uh, know, LeBron it's, or whatever. It's it's see. My dislike for LeBron is purely based on him, the player, and the way he plays. I don't like his style of play. Why? What do you like? I'm just curious. Because I think he he almost, and, and I know part of part of it is his physicality mm-hmm. because he's so tall. You think he's a bully? I don't think he's a bully. I think that... He overcompensates in his play. Elaborate, counsel. Like, for (laughs) instance, right? Now, you know he's going to come down the court. Mm -hmm. He's going to come down hard. Mm -hmm. But it almost seems like he's really trying to get. And it's like, LeBron, you don't have to do that. You don't have to really. I mean, you're seven feet. You got a heck of a span. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just coming down the court regularly is enough intimidation but you coming down really hard and trying to make it seem like it's not to me it's not necessary okay i'll counter that with this isn't big ben simmons 
basically doing the same thing in Philly? <sighs> but LeBron's the first one I've seen to do it. Well, see, and that's what I'm. Well, yeah, well, see, 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 my always, you know, because I'm, I'm used, I'm, I, I'm, I'm used to the smooth old school, sure. you know, see, little finesse. See, my thing is. I, I I literally scream when I see these Jordan versus James yeah, comparisons on Facebook and whatever. That's not even well. See, we all, you know, but see, you're comparing him to the wrong damn player. He's right. Magic Johnson, people. Right, exactly. He's a six nine point guard, guard. folks. Yeah. Now, you know it's it's always funny to me when they say, "Well, he ain't no Jordan." Okay, all right, get over your Jordan love. He's not Jordan. He's Magic. And yes, I'll say it in public. You can make an argument that Magic was a ten times better as the player than right. uh, Jordan was. Right. Right. But again, that's another two hour conversation. Yeah, because and I'm and I'm a Magic fan. Yeah. He, I'm a I Magic mean, fan. And see, the funny thing is, in this NBA now, that's becoming you know, you know, when look, look when Magic came in as a six nine point guard, that that changed the game. See, that's yeah. why that's why I will always argue with folks that, in a sense, Magic was the greatest of all time because he changed the game. See, I get it with Jordan. And again, I know there's going to be people saying, oh, you're just an angry Nick fan, that, right. you know, whatever. But see, my <laughs> thing is, see, look, my, my, my thing is, and see, I'm, I'm going to defend myself here. Go ahead. You got room. Wilt Chamberlain changed the game. You know, we have, right. we and, have and the paint and the three-point and, and the three-second right. uh, um violation because of Wilt. Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, changed, yeah. The, the sport had to change because of Wilt Chamberlain. When Magic Johnson came in, the game changed because you had a 6'9 guard. Now look, we know Jordan's, you know, you know, between, you know, Jordan, just his off-the-court stuff set him apart from any other player right, right. of all time. And right. I get that. And you don't take anything away from what he did on the court. But if we're going to compare, you know, if we're going to compare James to anybody, you compare him to Magic. And see, then the next argument is, well, he could probably beat him one-on-one. Now, I'm going to go back on what you said. Now, is a 6'7", Jordan, going to man up physically against the 6'9", should be playing tight end for Cleveland, LeBron. <laughs> Again, that's another yeah, that's, that's another, another two argument. Hour, two hour conversation. Yeah. Now he had now now he has some, he had a bit more speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and clearly he was a better shooter. Is has been a better shooter than LeBron has been. You know, LeBron's been pretty much all inside. But see, my argument or that is okay. Yeah, you have isolation in the NBA, but you know, all them years of Jordan one on one before Pippen got there, how'd that work out? Yeah. You know? Right, right. But I just think and that and that's I I just don't like his style of play. Mm-hmm. With that said, he's a very talented man. He seems to be a very nice down to earth person. Mm-hmm. I don't hate him Thank and you. there's and there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that just hate him and see and see that's you know that's the thing that bothers me the most 
about and, and this this is this is my old man in the barbershop moment. <laughs> this is what bothers me a lot about some of these a lot a lot about a lot of some of the folks uh, yeah. that follow sports now. They have this. I mean, it's. I mean, this is beyond the whole the old uh, Dave Chappelle haters ball right, uh, sketch. Right. This, I mean, they're like you know, they talk about him like he stole. I mean, yeah, there are still people like, well, I didn't like what he did when he left Cleveland, but okay. he's back. But, but but no, no. But see, my and, thing and, is, look, Barkley left Philly right. to go to Phoenix. Right. Moses left uh, Houston to go to Philly. Right. You know, the Nets basically, you know, had to pay off whatever before they got into the NBA and basically gave Doc to the Sixers. Right. You know, Kareem left Milwaukee to I mean, I, I can go on, yeah, can go and, on, on and on and on, and on, on and yeah, on. with the comparison. What he did is nothing new. And if you keep, and if you say, well, that whole TV show and the decision, if you really are that dumb, and I have to say it like that. If you really think LeBron went to ESPN to say, hey, let's do a half hour show on why I want to go to Miami and let's give the money to the local boys club in Greenwich. If you really think that LeBron hatched all of that, then, then, then let me buy you a latte at Starbucks. That's all I'll say. Well, let, me, let me do a public service announcement. The New Haven alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta is holding their annual Delta Day at City Hall. Please join the members of the New Haven alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated for understanding and ending sexual harassment. What is it? What can you do about it? It's tomorrow at City Hall, 6 to 8. City Hall, in case you don't know, is at 165 Church Street, New Haven, It'll be held in the Aldermanic Chambers on the second floor. And community members are going to share their personal incidents of inappropriate treatment and harassment. Subject matter experts and attendees will discuss and share solutions to these practices. The Honorable Mayor Tony N. Harp is or has been invited to attend. So please come out. Join Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, the New Haven Alumni Chapter, in their Delta Day at City Hall from 6 to 8 tomorrow in regard to the subject matter of understanding and ending sexual harassment. What is it and what can you do about it? So, amen. you're listening to the show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. We're broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We're streaming live on TuneIn Radio and the NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook Live. All you have to do is go to Facebook.com, New Haven Independent, or just go to your Facebook page and look us up. In the studio with me on the show is BASN's Editor Emeritus, Tony McClain. He is my sports guru. And he is here, and we are in the midst of talking about the NBA. We kind of sidebarred a little bit, but we're discussing playoffs in sports right now. Um, so who's taking it? Who's going to end up in the finals? Well, before the season, I picked Golden State Philly, and I'll stand by it. Really? I did on your show. I know, but I, I'm always in 
and listen, last year I was the one that was pulling for Philly. Mm-hmm. And you were like, there was still a year away. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and to be honest, they're actually um, ahead of schedule right now. Why? Why do you think that? I, I, I think most people thought they would be next a year playoff team. But uh, let's put it this way. Again, I don't mean to keep harping on it, but Kyrie's injury changed changed everything. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. Because in a sense, you know, what's gotten forgotten in all of this, you know, everybody was pumping up Boston and everybody's pumping, you know, Cleveland because of whatever. Right. And, and, and even people were pumping Philly. Toronto was the number one team in the East. And yeah. and that that literally and that, got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So well, you know, because for the, Toronto, the most part, the it's Toronto. It's yeah. Toronto, mm-hmm. and nobody thinks of them being on the East Coast. And and because and because you know they've only gotten to the East Final once, and they ran into you know LeBron when they were, when they were still top. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like I said, like I was talking about in that series, um, that team might get broken up over the years and what's when you when you realize that you know players have to in a sense take a pay cut right to play in toronto because of the tax laws and everything like that it's amazing that they've been the power that they have and and but um they've they you know they've been on the cusp but if they if they don't i mean at this point now if they don't win it this year they may never win it they may never get a chance to win it because the NBA, to me, the NBA is the most unforgiving league because you get a three to five year window to win. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you basically become Stockton and Malone. So wait a minute. So you're telling me that based on this team, that they have that three to five year window to. They're probably on their fourth year now, third or fourth year now. Because remember, mm-hmm. they got they got to the Eastern Finals, I think it was two years ago. Yeah. And that was the year that, you know, Cleveland uh, wound up winning the championship. Right. So last year, I think they got knocked out in the second round Mm -hmm. last year. Now this year, again, number one seed. And, you know, when you're the number one seed in the East, it's, you know, when you're number one seed anywhere, you're expected to, you know. To produce. the The road is supposed to go through. You. So it's, 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 let's put it this way. Philly. You know, getting to where they are has been very meteoric, and to me, even as great as they've played, there's still there's still something there's still something I won't say lacking, but they they still need that one other. Now, mm-hmm. again, if you believe these rumors slash lies about the upcoming off season, right? You know, everybody is saying that LeBron may go there. At the end of the year, they mm-hmm. say he may go to your, to to the Lakers, right? You know, it's, right. and see, you know, a, you know, which you know what? I wouldn't want to see him as a Laker. Why not? And you know, I'm a Laker fan. Yes, yeah, that's, that's why I'm, I'm like, you know, like I think I you know, let's put it this way: the best, you know, let's put it this way: if he were to go there, he wouldn't have to do everything. No, and and there's a young scrappy team who probably would be. Would step up and would need a veteran type influence yeah. to get them there. Yeah, hint, hint, hint. Well, I mean, you have Magic Johnson probably looking at you every other practice. Yeah, but Magic can't suit up. 
and That's you've got kiss. Kareem still coming, who's you know the old dude, right? But he, but see, but see, and and, and but that's that, great. But and my that's point great. is, mm-hmm. just like you were saying about UConn women mm-hmm. having people coming in and telling them that this is a tradition of winning. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that conversation's been had with the Laker players in numerous times. These and young still, men, but you still, but but unlike college and the pros. That's an even higher thing. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, let's put it this way. Um, the win threshold for the Lakers historically, as opposed to, and and again, this is nothing this is not to denigrate UConn women. Right. But because of where the you know, because of where the Lakers have been and are trying to go. Because the, the the crazy thing is, and you, and we even talked about this a while. Two years ago, the Lakers weren't even the best. Pro, right. pro basketball team in LA. Right. It was the Clippers. It was the Clippers. And now they're slowly they're slowly trying to get back their I mean their mojo. By, de- gain their by, momentum. Default, by default right now they are the number one team because the Clippers have you know have, have, have fallen off. They you know they haven't fallen off they haven't fallen back to the point of where they're unwatchable, but they're right. they're just another team now. Right. And the Lakers are, you know, sort of pseudo best team in LA. But Again, how long are the Laker fans going to settle for that? Because they want, and you know, Matt, you know, and you know, Magic has been pining to right. win. Because see, he's 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 he still can't get over the fact that the Dodgers <laughs> lost in the World Series last year. So, and it's been and and it's been it's been a yeah, long it's been a time long time since they've been able to raise a, a purple and gold banner there. Yeah, and I think. At- at a point, right, we Lakers fans have sort of accepted the rebuild theory. We've bought into the vision. We see that there are people who are beginning pro- to act like dare, they could play for dare, the Lakers. Dare, dare I say the process? <laughs> well, it goes back to what I was saying earlier, right? Mm-hmm. It's a rebuild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, now in pro teams, do rebuilds take a little bit longer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, there's, there's a certain team on 33rd and 5th. <laughs> I was going to ask who's you, on, so who's on, who's on, who's on, who's on? What's Phil Jackson doing these days? <laughs> he ain't catching no more checks, thank God. <laughs> but un, but unfortunately, the Knicks are in the 19th year of their five-year rebuilding plan. Jeez. And now, uh, now they're about to bring in, I guess, another coach. Um, and is it going to be Mark Jackson or is it going to be Van Gundy? Or are they going to kind of split duties? Because I, I can't see one doing it without the other, quite honestly. Oh, I can. You can? Mark Jackson. You really think it's going to be Mark? I hope. No, see, you know, put this way. You want to ask me as a Nick fan or you want to ask me as a I'm asking sports you analyst? as a professional. <sighs> ah, see? I don't know. I don't. I, I, I see this, this, this franchise just, it's, it's, it's an embarrassment. It, 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 put this way. It physically, as I, I speaking again, as a as a longtime Nick fan, going back to Willis and the Busher right, and Frey, right. it hurts. I I you know, I'm not gonna get like the Red Sox fans and be like, you know, I want to see them win once before they die. <laughs> I saw them win it twice, so you know, I can't say I've never seen right. Them win you can't it. say you've never but seen them win. It's been so damn long since yeah. you've had to say the words New York Knicks. NBA champions in the same set. Yeah. I mean, Nixon yeah. was in office for Christ's sake, she whiz. <laughs> but um, the thing is, put this way, it appears that 
Perry and these other guys are committed to making this work at some point. Yeah. But I think for us long-term fans, it's like, I've seen this movie before and I know how it ends. Everybody, you know, it's like, it's like Titanic. I know how right. it ends. You right. Know? But my thing, please wait. You know, Jay, uh, Jay Wright's name has been mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buckholder from uh, Atlanta has been mentioned. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse, who's been doing some great things in the, uh, the D league has been mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie. Put a gun to my head. I would like Mark Jackson because he has. Now, again, uh, uh, is uh, this your analyst position or I is this the best guy? Because see, to me, your, Van, your to me, fan Van, position. No, this I think it's because see, to me, Van Gundy is taking a step back. How so? He's almost 10, 15 years removed from the league. Now, put this way, as somebody who watches the games, yeah. I would love to see Van Gundy the hell off the broadcast because he, to me, <laughs> he brings nothing to the table. But as a, I mean, I, I let's put it this way: one of my biggest knocks on Van Gundy was they were too much of a defensive-oriented team, uh-huh. which is good. But eventually, there's always that they they always eventually have that forty-three point playoff game, right? And right. you know, again. It's great that you you know they always had the great defensive uh, stand even even when Riley, Riley was there yeah but in the way the NBA is played now if you score forty three and they score forty five guess what you lose yeah and they have to be committed to this roster first of all they've got a uh, I'm I'm still I hate to admit I'm still skeptical about KP. I Why? don't know if this guy is the guy. You know, I mean he he's shown he's shown um uh, spots, but you know, give is me he, give me give me eighty give me give me eighty games, man. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Give that's what you're asking games. for. I mean, somebody taking the Mama Leones every other week. Put some <laughs> put some meat on his bones so he doesn't get thrown around. Because you know you're in the East, right? You're gonna, get beat, you're gonna up get beat up just for showing up. It's very physical. Yeah, very physical yeah. game. Slower than the West, but very physical. Yeah, and see, they've got now. Let's put this way: between him, uh, Nikila. And uh, the kid from Michigan, mm-hmm. I think they have a nucleus, but you know, you have to you have to have more than that yeah. in the league to be you know whatever. Because you know everybody got so giddy when they started off well, and I was like, okay, I'm happy, but you're like, yeah, hold, hold we'll on, see. hold yeah. on, hold on, yeah. and then you know, and you know, then reality hit, and you know, oh, back to the lottery again. <laughs> so. And, and and the thing about it is, to me, there isn't a, you know, franchise guy yeah. coming out now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I would like to be proven wrong, but I don't, I don't see. And anybody. you might be because you got to remember, back in our day, oh god, there were a couple of people who weren't necessarily seen as franchise franchise players, sure, and really rose to the occasion of playing in the NBA. And see, they have, and see, the thing with them, the draft has been such a hit or miss thing mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. You know, they either get it, they either get it 100% right, or they, you know, I mean, it's, you know, 
either that or it's Aunt Esther having a baby with Shabba Ranks. And it's, 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 it ain't, it ain't, it ain't pretty at all. It ain't pretty at all. Well, speaking of the draft. Yeah, we got the NFL one coming up. We got the NFL one coming up. Who do you think is going to walk away with a prize? I think the best player overall in the draft is Saquon Barkley, the running back from Penn State. But the NFL now, running backs are de-emphasized in the NFL now. Everybody wants to throw 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 times a game. Mm -hmm. But invariably, and as Philly showed, if you can run the ball in this league, you will win, especially if you're a cold-weather team. Right now, Cleveland. With but the num- people can say the same thing about uh, the Patriots. But they don't run the ball. That is their downfall. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, James White is not a please wait. People aren't sitting around saying, "Well, how are we going to stop James White?" Mm-hmm. They're trying to think about how they're going to stop Tom Brady, right? And and right. and what have you? And now you got all of these pseudo rumors out here now about them getting um about them moving up in the draft to mm-hmm. try and uh, get something to get either the top wide receiver uh it's but see as I was telling you before with uh the the days leading up to the NFL draft you have mm-hmm. to be very very careful because the only people who are lying to you more than these NFL GMs <laughs> are the boys and girls in Congress and the house even now, I don't think Cleveland knows who they're going to pick. They may know in their own little inner circle. Yeah, right. More than likely, they're, be, be, they're going to try to draft a quarterback again. Right. Although I would, you know, if I'm, you know, I, I, it's funny. I have a we have a friend of mine who's a big Cleveland fan. He wants Barkley. Really? Well, see, Barkley is looking like you know one of these possible generational type players. Okay. And I agree with that. I, th- I think he's. I think he you think is. He's, you think I, I, he's I think worth he's it? The, I think he's the best player in the draft. Mm. I really do. But again, because the NFL um, has basically de-emphasized the run now, people are already talking down to him now. The intriguing, the intriguing thing is going to be. You know, more most people think that Cleveland's going to pick a, uh, a um, quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Giants sitting there at number two. Now we saw the hello blue that they that was raised when they dared to uh, sit Eli a year before um, his time was over and all this other stuff. Now, to me, if you're number two, do you try to get Eli's successor, mm-hmm. or do you get somebody that can take the pressure off of Eli while you're? trying to get his success right now they keep telling you that they like the uh, their their backup but he ain't been on the field yet yeah so it leads you to think is he that good or are they covering their ass or I mean, it's, right. you know, it's and then and then which is even crazier you got the jets at number three and even jet fans will tell you they don't know what the hell they're doing <laughs> Whether it's the right thing or the wrong, the wrong thing. thing, so we're just happy to be yeah, back in yeah, the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look. Our uniforms are green. Okay, yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. All right. So, prediction for the finals. You said Philly and Golden State. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna stay with Philly, Golden State. 
who's winning and what's the what's the best i think i i think golden state uh you know teaches class for philly and lets mm-hmm. them and, and lets them know you're good you're very 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 good but you ain't us yet <laughs> you ain't us yet you you know you you're getting yeah. there yeah. now now if now now if lebron should go there next year different story it's, 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 it may, well, put it this way. It's gonna it'll make put it this way. But can you see LeBron in Philly? Uh, That's like saying you you got Doobie in your funk. Yeah, <laughs> put it this way. Um, at least they'll start. At least they'll stop talking about uh, that that the uh, the uh, Meek guy uh, getting out of jail. <laughs> no, no. Bill Meek. Uh, although, 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 if he goes, everybody back, showed up. Although, you know, although, you know, everybody came to the game. Exactly. But see, you know what? You know what will happen if Meek goes back to jail. Guess who they're gonna blame? <laughs> LeBron. Well, of course. Of course. <laughs> LeBron. LeBron was at the Grassy Knoll in 63. LeBron, you know, LeBron, Le, LeBron, uh, um, I'm trying to think of, oh, 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 LeBron broke up Destiny's Child. <laughs> LeBron, you know, LeBron, uh, LeBron uh, whispered in Teddy's ear, you better than uh, Harold Melvin. You better than Harold Melvin. And with that, so goes another episode of the show. Thank you to BASN's chief emeritus editor. I said it backwards. <laughs> I always say it backwards. You know, I'm gonna write. I'll Tony just, McClain. I'll just have to write it down. I know. Time. I'm gonna have to. I, I, and you know, I was getting good at that. You were that. Well, see. Well, see. See. Truth be told, we messed you up because we we changed the name. <laughs> Everything. Just when I was getting it. Mm-hmm. You're like, like like Michael Corleone. Just yes. When they, just when they thought I was just out. Just when they thought I was done. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the show on WNHHLP 105, 103.5 FM. I'm still laughing. Broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We're streaming on TuneIn Radio, newhavenindependent.org, and you're watching it on Facebook Live. All you have to do is go to facebook.com, New Haven Independent, or go to your own page and look us up. This has been the show. One minute rhymes that don't come out right, they bite. They never write, that's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight, on the stereo mic, you're about to hear, we swear, the best star rappers of the year. So, so, cheerio, yell, scream, bravo. Also, if you didn't know, this is called the show.